Welcome back to Buckeye Talk and our lightning round headlines. We are doing this on Tuesday night, March 17th, and we have to give dates now because things change so quickly in the world that um, it's hard to analyze things when the whole world gets flipped upside down in 24 hours. So at the moment, these are the five most important things going on with Ohio State sports as Ohio State sports and everything else is kind of shut down. But the Buckeyes have been hitting the football recruiting circuit pretty hard. So We'll start there. We appreciate you guys listening to Buckeye Talk. Make sure you are listening to our full Buckeye Talk podcast every Wednesday from cleveland.com. Get subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Ohio State has a running back. Evan Pryor of North Carolina, one of the top 100 players in the country, Committed this week to Ohio State's 2021 recruiting class, Doug Lamerice and Stephen Means from Cleveland.com. Stephen, we know Ohio State has had some misses at running back on the recruiting trail in recent classes. How big of a deal is it to land a kid like Evan Pryor? This is a major deal. They haven't landed a top 100 running back since 2018 at Brian Sneed. He's obviously no longer with the program. So, it doesn't fix the issues of what you couldn't get done in 2019 and 2020, but it does set you up for the future. They may end up taking another back, but this is a guy who can help you in both the running game and the passing game. He's a 10.8 100-meter yard time in, in track. He can help in the passing game. He's got over 1,000 yards receiving. He's got over 1,000 yards rushing every single season he's been in high school. He's everything that you want in Ohio State running back. He's a, he's a three down back and the way JK Dobbins got there by year three where he was a, he had shown that he was a three down back outside of what he did against Clemson. But Evan Pryor is going to walk into Columbus in January of 2021. Already a lot of those things. And that's where you're going to start at your base with them. So this is a big deal for Tony Alford who has struggled to find a high level running back the last two years. Just so we make sure no one's throwing shade at J.K. Dobbins, that guy was a three-down back as a freshman, too. So, I mean, if Evan Pryor can be at a J.K. Dobbins level, is does that feel like this, Stephen, that, again, this does not address Ohio State's running back situation in 2020, but they went into this 2021 recruiting class believing the running back or running backs they get there are going to need to be able to play right away, right? Yeah, 100%. And that's because of what J.K. Dobbins was able to do the moment he walked on campus. And that's the standard now as a running back. you got to get a guy who can come in from day one, can walk in the spring football in the fall camp and compete for a starting position. They didn't have that on the roster the last two years, and they have that in Evan Pryor now. Evan Pryor from North Carolina, a major get for Ohio State in 2021. Make sure you listen to Buckeye Talk and read us at cleveland.com slash OSU for more football coverage and recruiting coverage on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ja'Kalen Johnson, a recent Ohio State football commit. He committed to Ohio State on Sunday, March 15th. Doug Maurice and Nathan Baird from cleveland.com. Nathan, this is uh, a kid at another position of need for Ohio State. Reeled in by Kerry Combs, Ja'Kalen Johnson, does he seem like the kind of guy who will be sort of the next in line of this run of great cornerbacks at Ohio State? I mean, he very well could be. This was a huge position of need. You know, other than running back, I think cornerback was the one thing that Ohio State had to really lock down in this 2021 class. They were going to need multiple guys. And then over three-day period, you know, Johnson kicked it off. They ended up getting three 
commitments from three defensive backs who could all plausibly play corner over the course of their career. You know, Johnson's a six foot, 168 pound guy, but they think that he's going to add some bulk to that frame a little bit, get up closer to that, like, you know, 190 to 200 level that, um, you know, some of these guys like Sean Wade and, and, and other guys who come through his program have played at. They need numbers, but most, more than that, they need somebody who can come in and, and sort of just stabilize this whole class. And he was able to do that on Sunday. When they got a commitment from him, it took some of the pressure off of everything else they were going to do for this class. It just so happened that, in, again, in rapid succession, they started piling up even more guys to kind of fill out that room. Kalen Johnson from St. Louis, which is an area where Ohio State has had recent recruiting success. He's listed as the number one player in Missouri, the number four cornerback in the country, the 59 overall player in the class of 21. That's Ja'Kalen Johnson, one of the latest Ohio State football commitments. Make sure you are listening to Buckeye Talk and reading cleveland.com slash OSU for all your informational needs on Ohio State football and recruiting. A local Cincinnati kid, Devonta Smith, committed to Ohio State recently, ranked as the number 428 player in the country, Doug Maurice and Nathan Baird from Cleveland.com. Nathan, Ohio State making some moves in the defensive backfield in the class of 2021 recruiting. Smith, at the moment, the lowest-ranked player in Ohio State's very highly-ranked 2021 class. But this seems to be another example of Ohio State, especially in 2021, just going out and getting the best kids in Ohio. Yeah, I mean, somebody has to be the lowest-ranked player in a given class and really in a class this promising this talented uh, being the lowest ranked is not really much of a slouch Ohio State has actually had success bringing in lower ranked guys or at least what what looks like it could be success you know guys like Legend Cavazos Ryan Watts those were down in the 300s so was Cam Brown uh, Damon Arnett was all the way down in the 600s and developed into a guy who's going to be an NFL prospect so I think every class is going to have to have these when you're bringing in a, a bulk of numbers. You can get a guy like Ja'Kalen Johnson, who's a top 60 national recruit, you know, one of the best cornerback recruits in the country. And then closer to home, as we've talked about at other positions, you find guys like this, maybe they're more developmental, but the fact that geographies may be in your favor gives them time to develop into those guys that are helping you by the time they're juniors and seniors. Smith from LaSalle High School in Cincinnati, Kerry Combs, the Ohio State secondary coach, a former high school coach in Cincinnati. So he has worked that recruiting area for a long time. A lot of people seem to think that Smith could want to be one of those guys who is uh, rising up the recruiting ratings as more people get their eyes on him. But for now, another addition to Ohio State's recruiting class, listen to Buckeye Talk and read cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State added a fourth commitment to the 2021 class in three days when Andre Turrentine from Tennessee announced his commitment to Ohio State on Tuesday, March 17th. Doug Maurice and Stephen Means from Cleveland.com. Stephen, what are we to make of this run of recruiting for Ohio State during this very difficult time uh, in the whole world uh, where recruiting, um, you can't do anything in person, it's it's an odd time, but these schools can stay in, t- in contact with kids. They can text them. They can have communication. And Ohio State has somehow managed to lock up four recruits in three days in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Technology is a wonderful thing, and so is FaceTime. And that's a – Kerry Combs can close. And he was able – obviously, he the, the full Kerry Combs experience is better in person. And he'll even admit that. He tweeted that out in one of his – 
millions of hashtags he's had over the past four days during during this run of recruits. But getting on the phone with these guys and still communicating with them on a daily basis and getting these commitments, they needed this in the cornerback room. They got three. They had three commits in the 2020 class, and Ryan Watts, Leslie Cavazos, and Lathan Ransom will join the team this summer. But depending on what happens, Sean Wade's not coming back. We we know that for for a fact. He's, he's going off to the NFL after the 2020 season. And depending on what guys like Seven Banks and Josh Proctor are able to do this year, they may be guys who take off after next year as well. So you're going to need another deep defensive back class, and Andre Turrentine is added to that, what you've already got with Jacqueline Johnson. And Devontae Smith, a four-star kid, 136 in the country, number six among safeties, but it looks like he's changing over to the cornerback position, probably to get ready to come to Ohio State. So Kerry Combs' ability to close, but also shout out to Tony Alford as well, who had his hand in recruiting him as well. Andre Turrentine from Tennessee, Ohio State beat off some, um, got past some SEC teams who were very interested in Turrentine as well. Ohio State in 2021, for the moment, the number one recruiting class in the country, 14 verbal commitments. Make sure you are reading cleveland.com slash OSU and listening to Buckeye Talk for all your recruiting needs. The world has changed and Ohio State sports has changed. Doug Maurice, Nathan Baird, Stephen Means from cleveland.com. We're speaking on March 17th on Tuesday night and things change so quickly. It's hard to be definitive with what is happening in the sports world, but Nathan, since we talked to people last, basically everything has shut down. No spring practice for Ohio State football, no spring game, no spring sports season at all for the Big Ten or basically across the college sports landscape. Um, it's amazing to think how much has changed so quickly and basically the end for now of college sports. Yeah, everything is just on this crazy hold right now and, and we're talking about recruiting a lot because Ohio State just happens to be on a run there's a lot of schools out there that that isn't happening and I think there's a real purgatory period for some of these programs whether it's football whether it's basketball because like I say everything is on hold you know things are on hold right now as far as um, basketball underclassmen who want to um, may be entering the NFL or NBA draft and want to get their evaluations. And who knows if that's going to even happen this year How about NFL guys who want to work out and get, get ready for the NFL draft. And, and those facilities have been taken away from them. They're not able to do some of the travel that goes along with that. And then just as fans, there's a lot of uncertainty as to when things are going to restart. You know, obviously Ohio state's canceled the spring game. We don't have a lot of updates coming out of what the program's doing right now on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, things are really just on hold, and, and, and fortunately recruiting for Ohio State has been kind of the one thing that's maybe given their fans more than others some, something to follow in the, in the, in this, during the shutdown, the early days of this. Ohio State shut down its campus. People are, are moving out of dorms. The players cannot be in the facility. Um, Athletic Director Gene Smith said, of course, the Ohio State football coaches, the positional coaches will stay in contact with their players. But obviously the biggest, most high-profile thing from a college sports angle – that was lost was the NCAA basketball tournament for men's and women's basketball. Um, Stephen means the Washington Post did a simulation and somehow Ohio State wound up winning that simulated national championship in basketball as a five seed. I think everybody in the country is doing a tournament simulation, including our company for Cleveland.com. Stephen, what did you make of Ohio State being a simulated basketball national champion? I think that's a bit too far, especially when you look at some of the teams they had to get through in order to do that. They had to go through Kansas. They're not a better basketball team than Kansas. I don't care if they're playing at home. I don't care if it's on the road or on a neutral site. 
I understand that Ohio State was a team on the rise and was starting to click at the right time. You want to start clicking in March. But I don't know if they were clicking to the point where they can beat <laughs> the number one ranked team in the country who's been that ever since they knocked off Baylor. I think we did our bracket, and I had some reactions to, the, to that first round, how things may look. I said the ceiling for Ohio State is a possible Elite Eight trip while the floor was getting to the second round and losing to Maryland. And I still believe it. And, and within that bracket, it might be less. It might be the ceiling might be a sweet 16 in the second round exit for Ohio State. I don't know if Ohio State hadn't clicked enough to where like anybody, any simulation should have had them winning a national championship. Bottom line, college sports are shut down and Ohio State winning a basketball national championship simulated or not is crazy. Doug Maurice, Nathan Baird, and Stephen Means from Cleveland.com. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Make sure you're reading us at Cleveland.com slash OSU.